John Gamble, you're a wiggle worm. (laughs) (laughs) You got spanked for being a wiggle worm? Yep, joke's on her. I peed on her grave. Hello and welcome to the 75th episode of the Erasable Podcast. I am your host for the evening, Tim Tenby Wassum, and I am joined, as always, by my two cohorts in graphite, Andy Wellfley and Johnny Gamber. Greetings, fellas. Hey, how are you? Doing well. How are you, Johnny? Hello. Fantastic. We should change that from uh, 10B Tim to uh, three take Tim. <laughs> yeah, it's always three. <laughs> and this one's not done yet. So yeah, that was two. Still, I've now still got time. It. We're going to have to do it again. No, no, no. We're good. <laughs> Tonight, we are also joined by a aficionado of Indian pencils, friend from the Erasable Group, and Doors apologist and fellow Cubs fan, Mr. Mike Hagen from Leadfast. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Welcome. It's good to hear your voice. Thanks good for having to have me. You. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring up the doors. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we were uh, Twitter chat. What, what what do you call it? Direct messaging about it? Yeah, texting. Or, uh, it's just texting. Some, some we're DM just texting jabs. About it. Slide into each other's yeah. DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're really happy to have you. Been looking forward to this for a while. We've been planning on it, and I'm glad it worked out. So, why don't we just dive right in as we always do with tools of the trade? And as always, guests go first. So, Mike, why don't you take it away? Uh, okay, so what what we do consuming what we're consuming and what we're writing with is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, well, I'll, I'll do. I'll start with writing with. I'm I'm writing with an Apsara Absolute, um, and I am writing in my erasable and write notepads pocket ledger. So uh, yeah. that you nice. sent me, Tim. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I am consuming a tasty beverage from. Kelso, Tennessee. Uh, I don't know if anybody has heard of Pritchard's whiskey, but uh, mm-hmm. Pritchard's Tennessee whiskey. I'm drinking the double barrel bourbon of that. Yum. And TV and media stuff. Uh, I am consuming season 142 of the Chicago Cubs this year. <laughs> it's not going very exactly how I thought it might go this year so far. So we're hoping it turns around towards the later part of the season. It does feel uh, bizarre to complain about a 500 team considering uh, well, the last like under 500 after yesterday, I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm actually reading a, a Cubs book called the plan by David Kaplan. Um, and I'm also reading Caroline's book, the perfect pencil or pencil. Perfect. I'm about halfway through it. I'm I read very slowly. <laughs> it's such nice. a pretty book. I could just flip through that thing all it's, day. It's weird mm-hmm. how it doesn't that design like does not transfer through to like the internet. Like it lo- does not look like that when you look at it on the computer screen. Mm-mm. But it looks talking beautiful about, in real talking life. About the like the outside and like the the cover. Yeah, like the cover. It's like that salmon millennial pink whatever you want to call it just doesn't look the same when you're looking at it on eraser pink we'll say that uh it does not look the same when you're looking at it like on a like on a screen but it just is beautiful in real life and i think maybe the subtlety of the like pencil drawings don't come through oh for sure yeah Yeah. those drawings are awesome yeah and even the we we had access to a, a pdf preview before we uh bought our copies of the book and yeah, when you get it in person, those really, I mean, jump off the page. They're really well done. And you also, we missed out on those amazing drawings on the uh, the inside covers mm. on both sides. Oh, all yeah. the pencils, all the pencil stubs that she used to write 
write the book, which is now like one of my favorite, yeah, favorite things to look at. So that was really cool. All right, uh, thanks, Mike. Uh, how about you, Andy? Well, I I'm going to steal Johnny's consuming or one of them um, because apparently we're we're watching the same thing, which is The Handmaid's no, Tale on we, Netflix. We watch it together. We get on we Skype while we're watching. <laughs> we it. just talk away. Like, oh my god, I can't believe she said that. By his eye. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd actually say this and be serious. <laughs> but uh, there's an app for that. Have you, have you heard you about serious? this? Uh, <laughs> like, that it like, syncs up your Netflix with somebody? What? Um, I forget. I think you talked about it on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it's, you can like uh, sign up your, like for an account and then like meet it with a friend and then it starts an episode at the exact same time and you can like talk to each other during it. That's so good. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Yeah. I can't I can't think of like a bigger waste of bandwidth in my life, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Oh I can. Maybe streaming audio to thirty people about pencils. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Streaming a White Sox game, I think that means. So <laughs> oh, dang. So watching The Handmaid's Tale, I just finished the book uh, a couple weeks ago. Um I I'm to the point where um they start diverging from the book a little bit because I don't know if you guys saw this. They <laughs> it's been renewed for season two. Just like but there's no <laughs> that's not how it works um, alexis bladell right? yeah um <laughs> I, I don't know how they do this johnny and mike have you have you watched the show at all yeah okay no i haven't um how they get alexis bladell's face to just like look so they must use such harsh lighting like you can see like every freckle <laughs> yeah. and they look like liver spots like every freckle <sighs> you know what, every wrinkle wrinkle yeah it could be that she watched that um kilmore girls reboot and <laughs> It took some of her soul away. <laughs> took some of mine away. I just keep waiting as they're like walking down the street together. Like her and Elizabeth Moss, I keep expecting her to just like, just be super chatty and just talk about what's going on around them. Just like super <laughs> Gilmore girlsy. But no, no. Want, like Jess and Don Draper to come out and meet him for coffee. Yeah. They go get, they go get drunk. Uh, so no, it's, it's, it's very good. Um, it's intense, but it's good. I'm the second to last episode. I'm almost done. Um, and I am still reading um, that Cory Doctorow book I talked about last time because I love to read, but lately I have been pretty slow. Um, and I am writing with, um, don't hate me, I'm writing with a pen. Uh, it is the new Baron Fig Squire, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, mm. And I am writing into a um, uh, Write Notepads uh, reporter's notebook. Nice. Johnny, how about you? <clears throat> I am also watching The Handmaid's Tale, but I think I'm a little behind you. I'm only up to episode four mm. because lately I just kind of fall asleep at night. Um, and when I didn't fall asleep last night and I caught the first episode of season three of Broadchurch. Have you guys seen Broadchurch? I've seen a couple episodes in the first season. Yeah. So they, they wrapped it up with season three in the UK um, last month. So if you live in America and you want to watch it, you have to be creative about how you get it. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's worth, I mean, you know, season three starts off like all the other ones, very creepy and awesome with a really cool Scottish accent. And um, I started reading Anne Lamott's Bird by Bird recently, which is a book about writing that you guys have commented you like, which is cool. Gosh. And I just found out she went to the college I went to, but um, I was wondering why they never talk about it, and that's because she dropped out. (laughs) She's not a Coucher (laughs) alum. She just went to Coucher for a little while. So it's I a, know. Sorry, probably given away a half dozen copies of that book over time. Like it's just like one of those books that I've, every time I get a copy, I end up giving it to somebody else. So 
Yeah, it's got a really cool cover. There's a raven. So hey, that's cool. <laughs> that is. Cool. <laughs> there, there's a big um, a conference for the thing that I do called content strategy. Um, it's called Confab. The conferences, and they always have a big keynote speaker that sort of relates to it. It's always about like writing or literacy or something like that. We ha- this year is going to be uh, Lavar Burton, which is awesome. Um, but oh man, that's cool. Two years ago, it was Anne Lamott, and <laughs> she clearly had no idea like what the conference was for, for like writing interfaces and content strategy. And she just like rambled for like an hour and a half. And I'm just like, just like, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And everybody's like, Oh, this is amazing. She's so great. And then I like read a little of her writing. I was like, okay, I, I get it more now, but she, she is insane on Twitter. Do you guys follow her on Twitter? No, yes. so. <laughs> it's so good, but it's so bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. share. It's like shares Twitter. Yeah, she's nuts. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, awesome. So, like Tim, I'm writing a Blackwing clutch notebook, hmm. which we'll talk about more later, with a Blackwing 205, which I'm using because it's here, not because I like it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because it's here. <laughs> you close your eyes, and it's a fine pencil. <laughs> yeah. I think we had a term for that early on, didn't we? <laughs> can, do we can we say it? <laughs> out loud? No. Ding. ding. I'll, just, ding. I'll just ding it out. Okay. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> How about you, Tim? I just finished a great book today called Binti, and I'm going to probably butcher the pronunciation of the author's name, but her name is uh, Inedi Okorafor, I believe is her name. She's a sci-fi writer. And so I, I found this book because I was, you know, I've, I've talked about this several times, but I, I love novellas and I love uh, just the the craft of writing a short novel. And so I was, I put a call out on Twitter and just asked people for recommendations and somebody recommended this, which won the Hugo and the Nebula award for best novella. Uh, and looked it up on Amazon, found it on Kindle. And there was a quote by Neil Gaiman, you know, praising it on Amazon. That was all I needed. So I, uh, read it and it was fantastic. It's this wild, um, like simple, but wild story about this character named Binti who's from, from earth. And she's, traveling a long distance on this spacecraft to go to this, which is what seems like the best university in the galaxy. Um, and there's only like 5% humans there, but on the way there, something like really traumatic and crazy happens. Um, so I don't want to give away too much in case anybody wants to read it. Cause it's, I, I totally recommend it. And I'm not even a big sci-fi uh, fantasy or sci-fi guy, but, but this really was a great book. And then there's, she just in January came out with, a sequel, which is also a novella. It's called Binti Home uh, is the name of it. You can get it on Kindle for like four bucks and then add the audio for a dollar or something crazy like that. So it's a, it's an amazing deal. She's a professor at, I think it's the University of Buffalo. She's a creative writing professor there. So I definitely recommend that. And then on this, as a, a pivot from mentioning Neil Gaiman, I'm also watching uh, American Gods. How is that? Which is finally, it is awesome good good <laughs> i haven't seen it yet it is so good yeah is it awesome um, in that it's true to the book or is it awesome that it's a good completely no. separate kind of a thing it's its own thing but in the best way possible because that book if you've read the book i mean it's messy yeah you know, it's kind of all over the place and you can't do it just kind of cover to cover yeah that's just not going to work and also they've made some amazing updates because the book was written in 1995 so you have these characters like technical boy who in the <laughs> book it wouldn't have made any sense for that version of him to be in this show. So they had to update him and make him more high tech. And, um, and also they just, they mess with the timeline all they want. And, and the casting is just 
perfect. It could not be better. Um, so I really love it. There's only been, there's been three episodes so far. I subscribed to stars through Amazon for like eight bucks a month so that I could watch it. Um, and I haven't watched the third one yet, but it's so good. Ian McShane as Mr. Wednesday mm-hmm. is perfect. He's just the perfect pick because I, I adored him from Deadwood, which is a show that I could never get enough of. But um, and there's there's all these people that are in the show that when I saw them, I can never remember the guy's name, but he was the nihilist in The Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, That's his name Peter Stormare. Yeah, so he he wanted so he's he's playing the part of um. Gosh, what's his name? The Slavic god Chernobog, hmm. uh, guy who carries the big hammer, and so and so. There's him and Ian McShane and all and uh, all these other just amazing fits for the characters. And I found out that all the ones that I really loved, which is most of them, I found out in an interview that those people came to them asking for the part, you know, because they they felt it was a good fit. Oh, Orlando Orlando Jones playing uh, Mister Nancy. So good. Sorry if this is gibberish if you haven't read the book, but I really recommend. I recommend the book, but even if you haven't read the book, the show is just a really cool experience. It's wild and twisted and can be gory at times, but it's so far it's just a pretty like one of a kind show experience. I think so far. Um, I am writing, as Johnny said, in a Blackwing clutch, and I am using. I've got two pencils in front of me. Actually, one of them is a Blackfeet Indian pencil that was given to me by a listener like two years ago. Fantastic. I'd to say. Um, had a couple of those, so I sharpened one up using that. And I also have another vintage pencil that just kind of caught my eye the other day, which is a Dixon Manuscript 301. Hmm. Uh, if you've seen these, which seems nice. to be kind of a precursor of the, the Laddie of some kind. Because is, is, is that the same number? Was Laddie a 301, the original one, those blue... Oh, no I have to look it up, but it's same kind of proportions, but it's green and has this uh, gold script on it. Made in USA, Dixon Manuscript 301. And Andy, you would appreciate that it is printed uh, like left-handed. So, oh, nice. Well, that's yeah. cool. So, yeah, had one of those. It's got a big wide cord and a really soft, uh, soft feel. So I. It, I had I had missed it, you know. I've had it for a long time and had never sharpened it. And just uh, just yesterday, sharpened it up with my uh, brass bullet keychain, which is the greatest thing ever, which we talked about <laughs> recently. I'm, I've been loving that, but sharpened it up and been using it a lot. You, so it's a really cool pencil. Do you get anything caught in like the blade or the middle part of the brass bullet, like in your pocket? No, okay, never. Uh, which I thought I was yeah. totally planning on it, huh. but n- n- I've not had any issues and even just messiness, you know, with, sh- with using it, but I, you just sharpen and blow it out and put it in my pocket and it's not been a problem at all. And I've, I've had it for three weeks now. Yeah. So, nice. Um, uh, yeah, but that's me. How about we get into the fresh points and throw it back to Mike? Uh, so the kind of like newest thing I've been messing around with, um, is I just got over the weekend the new Field Notes subscriber extra. Yeah. Um, so this year is a little bit different than last year. Yeah. Um, last year it was a reprint of the Butcher Orange and Butcher Blue, which they are still uh, giving away. I was actually at Field Notes last, last weekend, two weekends ago, last, two weekends ago. And um, 
when they had the Draplin pop-up shop thing and uh, they were still with every purchase of $20 giving two of those away. They don't obviously have, it just says commemorative reprint. I forget what the, yeah, commemorative reprint on the, yeah. on the belly band instead of obviously your name. But um, so, cause that would be, yeah, freaky. I think maybe it was a good idea to maybe not do reprints this time around, maybe because they have to make so many of them. I don't know, but um, they, uh, you know, everybody was like, oh, it's going to be something cool. It's going to be grass stained green. It's going to be, you know, that was <laughs> what it was going on around yeah. the nuts, you know, the field nuts group. But those guys Oop. are always a bunch of whiners anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's, it's half of the people are like, you know, whatever field notes says is gold and like they're, they're all about it. And then the other half just like complains about everything and that nothing is as good as Mackinac autumn or whatever, <laughs> you know? So it's just like, okay, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but does it have paper inside? <laughs> it yes. does. Okay. So it's a blue so book. It's, like it's pretty good. <laughs> see, we didn't have this when I was like in school, but it's uh, supposedly it's a blue. I don't know what a blue book is. You know, we just had to bring our own paper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. it's just, apparently it's like a testing booklet type thing. Where you would write maybe like an essay or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely use those at, at Milligan. So this <laughs> is got like one, two, eight pages. And it almost looks like they took like regular lined paper and cut it off because the yeah. m- top margin is way too big. Yes. But other than that, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, this is really crappy paper. I think, but they it, yeah, this at I, mean, I think it's meant to be crappy, right? The so, lines are uneven. Yeah, the lines are uneven. the The paper's uneven. Like it's it's flush at the bottom, but not at the top. So, so do you guys think that maybe it's maybe a little Fun. little purposefully crappy so people actually like do the thing with it that they want people to do with it, and not like I don't know, man. It. It well, could they give you three, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, sure. keep two and send one in. But the idea is you're supposed to send one in, right? So, uh, kudal. Uh, supposedly sends you as the dean of the field notes correspondence school sends you a, a letter <laughs> saying that uh, uh, basically you have to write an essay. It's going to be graded on creativity, punctuation, spelling, and penmanship. I'm penmanship. screwed. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> I have the uh, me and a chicken. You, I think you could read the chicken better. So. <laughs> I'm I'm really into this. Like I. I love that they are making like a little fun activity and you have to send it in and you could win. I think there's three prizes. There's one that's a personalized 250 run, print run of Kraft Brown. There's one yes. that's a an, a, um, a year free and there's another one. Is that the book you get? Draplin's book? Yeah, it's a yeah. copy yeah. of Draplin's book signed two, to you personally. Yeah, two of each of these. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I already have, I just know what I'm going to write. So I'm going to be sending that in. Um but you guys, I already won one of the prizes. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I told you this earlier. <laughs> the story I wrote was so good. I even get to pick which of the three prizes. They were like, they were like, we haven't even read it yet, but you win. <laughs> no, they read it. I faxed it to them. <laughs> they were kind of pissed that I faxed it. <laughs> they never they sent me no a message that said, they Somebody said, in the nuts group is going to be mad that you put your thing through a fax <laughs> yeah. machine, right? How I, the ding did you get our fax number? So <laughs> they sent back. We didn't even know we had a fax machine. <laughs> so as soon as this thing came out, like people in the nuts group were just like, "Oh well, guess we're not getting like only six people win as opposed to everybody last year." And and like, how am I supposed to like collect this thing? And this isn't very good quality. And how much do you think I can sell this for on eBay? I'm just like, shut up they're trying to get you to like participate <laughs> and lighten up and have a little fun not just like stuff this in your hoard 
I'll fully admit I complained about it. <laughs> <laughs> My first instinct was, I am, um, I don't know. I thought you were only getting one. I was like, so they're sending me something, and then I have to send it back. This sucks. I didn't know you got three. <laughs> but and the other yeah, thing, I, cool. I, I don't know. I complained about it just because, like, I don't want homework for my subscriber <laughs> extra. <laughs> Just trying to have a I wonder fun. If, if they're not if they don't have some cool notebooks printed like hey you played along here's a cool notebook also maybe they're blue nice. also the other thing that I think that a lot of people just don't realize that I, I know that like Brad Dowdy's about before oh I should bleep that out um, is that <laughs> like it's a subscriber extra like this is an extra <laughs> field notes yeah, but they, they sit there and talk about thing. how this is like built into the price yeah, right? well, the they, subscriber they say extra like is built into the price. Yeah, and I guess last year was kind of a special thing. It was like their thirtieth. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't think that they're they like owe us a commemorative reprint or whatever every single time. I think it's it's just a fun thing to try yeah. to get people to like engage. But like Devil's Advocate, you could see why people would get mad when they were like, "Hey, resubscribe, resubscribe! You're gonna get something awesome." And then people mm-hmm. were like, "This isn't awesome. I feel cheated." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could like send this back in and get a uh, get a lined. You know, like oh, I just want a three pack of lined, please. <laughs> what would be funny is if like actually a thousand people send these things in and they're like, oh my god, <laughs> we have to read all these. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have Jim McCudall's signature, so we can sign stuff with his name. Yeah, just invoice <laughs> for like custom erasable field notes. Like he yeah, authorized man. it for free, Jim Kudal. We're getting butcher red paper. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. <laughs> that <ass>. sounds awful. <laughs> butcher red, just bloodstained, greasy red paper. Otherwise known as the corpse edition, <laughs> bloodstained craft bloodstain, the grave dancer edition. <laughs> Anyhow, sorry, <laughs> gravedancer dot com. <laughs> it's true. Grave <laughs> nurture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Then I guess the other thing I have, if we're still talking about fresh points, is in front of me. I have, I just got these in the mail today. The new Baron Fig Nomad and uh, Mastermind. So it's that uh, pack of sticky notes, like uh, post-it type notes, Mm -hmm. and then the desk pad that's like a foot by eight inches, and they're both dot grid. Sorry, Dig. I hit my microphone. I'll say that again. And they're both dot grid. Dot grid. So what do you think of them? Um, well, I use sticky notes a lot um, mm-hmm. at work. I, <laughs> my problem is, like, I feel like these are too nice to use for what I use them <laughs> for. You know, like, like oh, yeah, I'm just going to write the you know, hex code to some random yellow I want to use and put it up on the top of my monitor for the day. But if I, if I put it on this note, I I won't want to throw it away. Yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, but I'm, that's what they're for. You know, it's not like they're limited or whatever. Oh, I got to collect them. But the other thing is the, uh, the, the desk pad is, I mean, just off the top of my head first, like impressions, I want to say it's like in between size that I want. Hmm. Like it might be either too small or too big for like, if I was going to use it as like a, like the idea is like the calendar, you know, thing like under your desk that, you know, people used to use. I think it might be too small for that, but it's too big to have like kind of as like a side notebook that, that you hold off by your mouse. Yeah. So what do, what do you put hmm. under your, um, like, what do you type on? Do you have, like, a wireless keyboard, or do you type on your laptop? Uh, yeah, I just have, a like, a wireless, like, Apple keyboard, like that really tiny one. Yeah. 
I was. But um, I don't actually do a lot of like typing. Typing. I basically am using shortcuts all day. Hmm. So like mouse in one hand, shortcuts in the other hand. So yeah, I really kind of like move my keyboard around all over the place. I've been thinking about getting some of the get, getting a mastermind, but yeah, they're. Pre- I mean, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's like rounded corners, well made. It's like dot grid on one side and blank on the other. Yeah. So you could actually use it one way or the other if you want a dot grid or blank. Yeah, I would get um, so many coffee stains note, on it. The notes are too. Yeah, coffee stains. I can see that too. But I think that's what it's for. It's like, hey, you know, mess it up and then tear the top page off and don't worry about it. As opposed to like, oh, this is like a beautiful confidant that I have to write like awesome, you know, journal entries in and like keep it really nice or whatever. My confidant. It's not that. I th- my confidant literally has a drop of blood stain on it right now. So <laughs> yeah. I gave up any pretension of like putting amazing things in that. <laughs> and it's a three-legged juggernaut. Mine has like the worst notes in it too. So <laughs> what, what can you do? Yeah. Cool. Anything else, Mike? Um, you know what I've been using a lot lately is one of Les's books, the, uh, no brand notebooks. Yeah. I've been using that as my, uh, my journal, like my, my nightly kind of one page journal. Yeah. So I don't like to write like a whole bunch about my own like personal stuff. <laughs> so I, you know, I just like, you know, a nice central Illinois boy, just mull it over in my own head until it takes the better of me. So <laughs> I actually just like write little, like kind of snippets and like one page of a pocket notebook is about all I want to do like as a like nightly journal. And so that's like the perfect size. And I really wanted to like use it before I talked about it, (laughs) you know, because it's something that it's not, it's not something that's, you know, that you've seen before, like a field notes, like you can look at a field notes and test one page with, you know, pencil and pen and all that stuff and really kind of get the gist of it because you've used a bazillion field notes like this is something completely new and different so i wanted to use like one or two of them before i actually you know reviewed it quote unquote on the blog yeah Les mentioned just she was talking about the hp laser printer that a laser printer paper that she uses in those notebooks a little bit on the um on her podcast on rsvp which we talked about last time and yeah i I was thinking about how yeah that is really good paper and i've just never thought about it in the context of like like breaking it up and turning it into a notebook so that's it's a good idea yeah. Cool. Anything else, Mike? No, I think that's it. All right. Why don't you take it away, Andy? Well, uh, my my three fresh points are very uh, barren fig themed today. Um, I uh, since we recorded last, uh, the barren fig bag Kickstarter has launched, and we actually recorded the day before, the night before it launched, and went live just right after they launched it. And since then, it took like 24 hours, and they made their goal, and they're currently working on their um, their stretch goal, which is a um, slate blue color that they're going to add to the mix. So, um, oh, that blue is awesome! It's so good. It, they're at eighty thousand right now. So if they make it twenty more thousand, come on, people, I want that blue <laughs> to a hundred thousand. They'll add that blue, and I'm hundred percent switching my backpack pledge over to blue slate. So, yeah, the rest of you, hop on. Uh, I need you to get to do that so I can get that blue. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> well, there's two weeks left. Yeah. Lots of time. <laughs> They're also, um, uh, Joey Cafone also went on the pen addict the next week, uh, to talk a little bit about, 
Um, talk, talk a little bit about the Kickstarter and the process. And they really dug deep into sort of the business of doing this, of Kickstarter and of making bags and sourcing these things. And it was really interesting. Um, we, I don't think we should get into it too much, but uh, <laughs> Brad, Brad had a little... Had a little rant on on Twitter just about um, <laughs> uh, about like the source their sourcing and their disclosure of the sourcing, um, and he he had them on the show the next time he recorded and kind of had a mea culpa and apologized and they had a really great discussion. Um, I was really pleased listening to that. I thought it was a really good kind of follow up from the more general discussion and announcement that was that we had here last time. So that's super cool. Good job on that. Um, I I also want to mention um, I have never, well I have before, but I have never been as taken with a um, expensive pen as I had with their most recent quarterly Squire release. Um, they just announced it. Um, they'll they'll have announced it Tuesday after the podcast comes out, um, but they let it like they they pushed it live a day early um it is called the experiment it is a baron fig green squire has a little test tube with bubbles coming out of it on the um on the barrel and it is gorgeous i it looks so cool so cool i i have a um a thing for green ink i wrote on palimpsest um in 2010 actually a little thing about why i like green ink i'll put a link in show notes but uh essentially it comes down to this this book called operation cicero that i read um where the the like commandant of this this like diplomatic embassy writes like the ambassador writes in green ink and that, therefore everybody knows it's from him i just that made an impression on me in high school and i started writing with green ink and i loved it so most of my pens that i do have and use are green ink um and this one is just yeah the, the barrel is just a bright green it is about the same color maybe a, it's a little bit lighter than a mitsubishi 9000 um and I can't tell if it's because it's metallic because it's anodized aluminum or, or what, but it's just a little bit more bright. It's still really, really deep. Um, and the ink is, of course, just a really, really deep green ink. I really love it. So um, got one of these in my hands. I Yeah, thank you. This is super cool. So everybody check that out. It might be sold out by the time... Um, by the time you all listen to this, but I will have a link in show notes. Um, the last thing, has anybody else seen this, seen the Squire? I think we've all probably seen it, right? Hey, Andy. Yeah. I, can, I, can, we take a, can we take a quick break while I go and buy the Squire? Because I really, really <laughs> like <the Squire>. Sure. <laughs> uh, Play some like elevator music for a minute. <laughs> some, some or, like waiting. Hey, I uh, do like a wait line music. <laughs> <laughs> Tim placed a huge ass order on um, CW pencils like while we were podcasting um, a couple Did episodes he? ago, didn't you, Tim? <laughs> I would say huge. I mean, I got a large quantity. Yeah. Of things, What'd you get? What'd you get? Their pencils. I, oh, I don't even. Well, it was actually mostly. Uh, yeah, I got the, I got the book and I got the, the keychain thing, and then I just got a ton of bugles. So that's really most of what it was. It yeah. Was just a ton. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, we're we're well skilled in the art of like quietly buying things on the internet while while people are podcasting. <laughs> Done a good bit of that. Yeah. I never do that. <laughs> um, Hoffer says in the in the chat that he's waiting for a Matt Black Squire or a, a Red Squire. Um, there Wasn't is the there, last one Matt Black. Matt Black or a Red <laughs> Squire. 
Um, but the last one was black, wasn't it? It's charcoal. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, it was black, but it had the alphabet on it. Oh, well, yeah. You know, Toffer. But what's got wrong a- with letters, Toffer? Got something against the alphabet? <laughs> You're a writer. Letters. <laughs> He's got to have his tactical <laughs> squire. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the red squire, that one was... Um, that's in the... The flint on the end of it or something? <laughs> the, the red squire's <laughs> in the um, Kickstarter. You can get yeah, that, that as an extra. It's very pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Squires, man. Expensive, but they're great. I was using mine today. Yeah. Uh, they're going to make me buy a pen. Watch. <laughs> By the way, I'm $60 lighter now. Thank you. $60. <laughs> uh, all right, so... Um, Actually, uh, Discover is $60 lighter. <laughs> Someday you will be too. Well, actually, probably like 90 after interest. <laughs> I will be probably, at this point, minimum payments, $120, $140 lighter. God bless late-stage capitalism, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Epis- episode title. <laughs> God, God bless, bless late-stage capitalism. capitalism. <laughs> blasphemy, blasphemy. Oh. Uh, Coming from the pencil revolution guy, comrade. That's not <laughs> that's not blasphemous. It's just anti-capitalist. That's okay. I was saying it ironically. Um, last thing to follow up on is not Baron Fig related. Um, it is kind of a long time coming. Um, we got a we got an email from Rudy um, back in the middle of April, just about a month ago. Um, and Rudy said, "Hey guys, thank you so much for the work you do on your podcast. I tried so many new pencils based on your recommendations and discussions. One of my favorite has been the Palomino Golden Bears." Recently, I've had to buy some more of these pencils, and I noticed a small change. It seems like this pack has switched from a full hex shape into a smoother, rounded semi-hex shape. Have you guys noticed this, too? Is this a new thing or a one-time fluke? I figured if anybody would care about something like this, other than myself, it would be the guys from Erasable. I've attached some photos comparing the new Golden Bears I received to the uh, last of the old ones I had. So sure enough, um, obviously, I can't show you pictures of our podcast, but um, the old ones are more like the ones I have in in my box, um, which are kind of a sharper, truer, more musgravy hex. Definitely a sharp, a sharp hex on that. Um, and he was holding some other ones next to it that was a little bit more of a semi-hex. It was probably not as rounded as like a general semi-hex, but it's pretty rounded, like noticeably. So, um, yeah, I was like, that's interesting to know because I had not, I had not bought any golden bears recently and I emailed, um, Charles Barrelsheimer and then Nick say, say from, from pencils.com just to ask them that question. Didn't hear back. Didn't hear back. Uh, finally I was exchanging emails with Alexander. Uh, how do you say his last name? I'm going to say it French. I'm going to say poor, um, poor, 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 poor. I want to pronounce it in the French way. Yeah. I like it very much. It's that probably way. like saying La Croix. Like it's. Like, don't be pretentious. Say it, <laughs> say it American. <laughs> Alexander Poirier. Say it right, boy. Alexander from Field Notes. Um, or not from, ah, from Blackwing, who we should someday have on. Um, he goes, he, mm-hmm. I was talking to him and I asked him that question. He found out, he goes, your listeners are paying attention. Ha ha. Our latest run of Golden Bear Pencils does feature <laughs> a softer hex shape than the past runs, but they are still produced by Musgrave. So, um, same, same manufacturer, um, rounder hex so for those of you who like a softer shape than most of those musgravy pencils uh unlike the test scoring 100 um has a much thicker paint job but like the test scoring 100 um it has a very sharp hex the old ones did so but unlike the test scoring 100 it's not ugly as a piece they're of not crap. a weird ass pencil <laughs> so, so yeah i have i wonder if with musgrave they even meant to do it 
their quality control lately is so I, up and down. It, it's funny because they produce pencils for so many different people. <laughs> I wonder if they're just like, you know, they're still doing business like it's 1945. Yeah, I mean, I'm not naming names, <laughs> no. but they make pe- they make pencils for different companies, and sometimes they're just like, hey, here's cedar. Yeah, nah, no cedar anymore. Well, it kind of like, like and and I'm sorry. No, go on. I'm sorry. And so in one instance, they made cedar for somebody and then said, we couldn't have done that. We haven't done that in 10 years. Like, but but you <laughs> did. Cedar. Like, I'm not imagining these pencils. They're right here. Well, just think about how that like black and white um, bugle for for CW pencils like, oh, yeah. came about. Like it was a literal mistake in the test line. And they were like, maybe you can think of something to do with this. <laughs> Y'all darn, we all messed up, man. We got to send these up to New York City. <laughs> Those dumb Yankees to buy something. Email should go to Michael at Leadfast. <laughs> no, um, man, I'm from the. I'm from where we think it's the South, Central yeah. Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> if ever you've been to the uh, Musgrave website, you know what we're talking about. It's very old school. Um, it's really hard to like get somebody on the phone or get somebody to answer an email unless you're from a business because just the way they do business, uh, they're not set up to like talk to people. <laughs> they <laughs> they would, need a marketing person. Yeah. They like wouldn't ASAP. Yeah. They would never think of like, like having some people like, what the hell's a podcast <laughs> about pencils? Like, um, anyhow, they're, but they may, <laughs> they're an old school pencil company. They're awesome. Um, I, but they have had some quality control issues. So, um, yeah. When it's good, it's good. Yeah, totally, totally. And they're Musgraves. So, yeah, and when it's bad, it's a hipster mistake to send to New York. <laughs> sure, <and> so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is that is all of my follow up, um, Johnny. How about how about you? So, folks who are paying attention know that Blackwing makes two new notebooks that um, Alex was kind enough to send us recently. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, um, Alex, the, Alex Poirier. The su- yeah, Alex. <laughs> Peoria. Peoria. Alex Peoria. So the, the clutch notebook is their pocket notebook that folks got in their um, subscriptions of the ugly one, the, <laughs> the jade one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's a, you know, it's a pocket size notebook, like a field notes, but it's sewn instead of stapled or glue bound so that they open well. And you're supposed to open it sideways, which like, it sounds stupid. But it's just like moleskins or anything else. Like if you buy into the magic for a second, open a sideways, you're like, oh my God, this is awesome. Well, I'm. have you been having better luck with yours? Because I've been trying to open them sideways. And if you open them in the wrong part of that particular signature of pages, like it just doesn't work. Like like a field, uh, a just, field notes would open better sideways. Yeah, it, it resisted, but I made it do it. Just had to snap the spine. It, it, yeah, it didn't fall apart. And, and um, Mine's working well. They're, I don't know how to pronounce, how to translate the grams per square meter into GSMs. You know how they say like how many paid, I mean, whatever pound of paper is. It feels like 70-ish. Is that right? Yeah. What's the GSM? Um, 100 pound, G- 100 70. GSM is 27 pounds paper. What? It's yeah, just that's thicker not, than that. That's not right. It's not 27 yeah. pounds. It's, this, this is like between 60 and 70. Yeah, they're almost as thick as the right notepads, but they only have the same number of pages as the field notes. According to coastalprint.com, convert underscore GSM underscore two underscore pounds. Um, <laughs> I've been to that website, 100 too. GSM it's is... Oh, you know what? Hold on. 68 
textbook weight? I was close. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was looking at bond weight, which I don't know the difference. Yeah, so they have um I don't like the the cover material looks like it's just glued to the substrate and then cut. There's no seam or you know, ham or anything like that, like there is with the Blackwing slate, but it's the same material. Which like doesn't feel durable, but I've been carrying mine in my pocket and it looks good. Feels rubbery. Super durable. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And I I mean I agree with Andy that the dots are definitely way too dark. But um we were talking about this earlier. Andy said that he finds this paper very smeary with a pearl. And I was using an MMX, which is the softest, and I don't find it to be smeary at all. Hmm. Like pretty smear resistant in general. Yeah. For, especially for how smooth it Have is. Have you tried it with a pearl? So uh, my secret is that I don't like the pearl anymore, and I don't even know if I have any. <laughs> it's fine. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I should. I have some 725s right here somewhere. But, um, yeah, I, I find that the if you use a black wing on this paper, it's so smooth, you feel like you're using a gel pen and a moleskin. But, you know, without the mess, that would be using a gel pen and a moleskin. But, um, also, like, the point... Durability is insane because it doesn't seem like it shaves off a lot of graphite. It's so smooth. That makes sense. Yeah. It really is great yeah. paper. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's fantastic. I've, I wrote with a pen in there and it sucked. I didn't like the way it wrote at all. But um, <laughs> then I was a notebook like, made I just by wrote a pencil pen company. A, Go figure. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I just put Big Pen in a Blackwing notebook. But um, I don't know. They're really nice. They're kind of expensive. They're $15 for a three pack, which makes them the most expensive of the three packs from the major companies right now. But they're super nice. This paper is like insanely sweet. And um, so I tested the ghosting to see if, what kind of graphite transfer there would be since the paper is so, you know, so smooth. And like, it's really good. It's better than field notes. Like, way better than field notes. And that's with a black wing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like these are pretty neat. Like you're not going to get a smeary mess of a notebook. And there's also the Summit, which is, what's it, roughly like 7 by 10? Yeah. that so. notebook is insane like i took the plastic off and the damn notebook fell open and laid flat it's perfect hmm. <laughs> why do you think that it took them three years to kind of finish this line after the slate came out plus see i like the slate very much but the slate doesn't look like these you know it has an elastic and a different binding and a different cover it's stiff it doesn't really match except for being black so yeah. I wonder if we'll I wonder if we'll see another soft cover notebook replace the slate. Hmm. I hope not. I like the slate. It's a nice book. Yeah, I yeah. love the slate. Those. I was sort of hoping they come out with a pocket version of that. That oh, would have been cool. a nice book. Yeah. Hmm. You put a little like Steinbeck stage moleskin or uh, black wing in the uh, spine there. Oh, that'd be adorable. That would be a cute little notebook. I sure would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I carried mine around yesterday on Mother's Day, and I was grilling and drinking beer with my brothers and carrying on with the kids and like the notebook doesn't look bad at all. Didn't even make my legs sweat the way that uh, some notebooks <laughs> do. If you're wearing blue jeans. You know. What notebooks so make yeah, sweat? We talked about pocket sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't talked about pocket sweat in a while. So we'll talk about this later. <laughs> the struggle is real though. I'm with you. Flop Jenna. sweat. Yeah. Yes, those, those uh, wood covered field notes really yeah. <laughs> pocket sweat I mean, affects millions of americans i'm a hairy man i'm talking about front pocket it's now a pre-existing not condition pocket. too yeah. it's, it's it's hip sweat not butt sweat it's much less gross <laughs> okay. but much less expected yeah Cat gravy 
<laughs> so moving on. So yesterday was Mother's Day. Did anyone give? I guess we're men, so we didn't get stationery for Mother's Day. I gave my mother. None, none of us are mothers. I so. gave my mo- my mother a field notes for Mother's Day and a, and a sticker. Awesome. I gave her the one of the orange, um, pretty much anything. No, pretty much everything. Um, Draplin factory floor field notes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sweet. Just mailed it to her. I gave my mom a limited edition moleskin and pen. Hmm. And um, if you've met my children, my wife got the Mother of Dragons notebook <laughs> from moleskin. <laughs> <laughs> they, so, yeah. they do a Game of Thrones tie-in? Yeah, they're moleskins from Game of Thrones. And they're, they're pretty well done. They're pretty cool. They're not like Molesky crazy. Man. They have end papers and like a cool cover. That's it. Yeah. They're not like, you know, they're not, cover, they're not some sort of weird um, Westeros grid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're red dots for the blood from every, all the characters you like where they kill off. Half Snowf- written. Like a snowflake reticle grid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one called the Red Wedding where the the book is wiped, the pages are red. (laughs) Butcher red. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's about all I've got. How about you, Mr. Tim? Uh, I've just got one. This won't take long, but did you see the Kickstarter? I think I found out about it because Harry Marks was tweeting about it, but it's called the Story Clock Notebook. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, it's a... It was made by a guy named Seth Worley, and it's for it's designed for screenwriters. That's the the name of the Kickstarter: Story Clock Notebook, a notebook designed for screenwriters. But I mean, it would work for any kind of storytelling or product design, or you know, if you're putting in a presentation or a piece of nonfiction or a novel or a short story or a screen screenplay, whatever it is. And it's a really simple idea, but it's a really cool little notebook. And um, if you if this sounds interesting to you, I'll say that there are 22 days left, and they said in the video that they may not even keep. Uh, making them after the Kickstarter. It might just be a one-time thing. Huh. Uh, but the basic concept is that every page, there's like a tutorial they give you, and there's some like samples in the notebook, but then each page there is what looks like, it's just a circle marked marked with the hour, like the dashes as if a, just like a clock, but without the numbers. And he explains in the tutorial and the video how to use that to plan a story. Like you have a two hour movie and you treat each quarter of the clock, like 30 minutes, you know, or if you're doing a, a book, then you can split it up into uh, chapters or whatever. It's a really cool concept. And the, the video is really great. So you should, you should uh, go to the link in the show notes and watch the video for the Kickstarter. They did a really good job on their, on their Kickstarter video, especially there's a fantastic part where he like gets an idea and they've used special effects to make it look like lightning is actually striking his head like while he's drinking a <laughs> cup of coffee and it's pretty fantastic but so it's really low buy-in you can you can just pledge five bucks and you'll get a digital pdf of the entire notebook that you can print yourself hmm. um or for 12 bucks you can get one of the notebooks plus the pdf and then it just goes up from there so i actually just signed up for the pdf um i had just like apparently i was having a real slow day that day because when um when harry tweeted that i Went and looked at it. I didn't watch the video, and I was just like, I don't understand like the clock. Like that doesn't make sense. Like I use like a story arc, and I completely forgot that we were talking about like chronological, like like finite 
beginning and end point like yeah, chronological like, things and like oh that makes someone I was thinking they meant it as in like like rising action yeah, and climax kind yeah of, I was yeah. like I don't I wouldn't know because they were talking about like symmetrical actions and all this stuff I was like that doesn't make any sense to me like <laughs> so, so poor yeah. Harry was just like it's like okay <laughs> I was like oh never mind this is about like you know, an hour long episode or half an hour long episodes or something it's it's like when um you know in like NPR or like radio news, they plan everything out kind of by the hour. And so they have this really mm-hmm. great little like chronograph that lets them do that. Yeah. So, so that's all I was going to share. I just thought that was really cool. And I, I backed it and I'm just going to get the PDF and just get some nice paper and print it out myself and make little notebooks to do just <laughs> that, to plan, plan stories and things. I just think it's just a cool idea and worth trying out. Yeah. And they seem like they're in it for the right reasons. It's like a really honest project where like we, they, they say flat out in the video or the guy, Seth Worley says, uh, I made this Kickstarter because I want these notebooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just, he's just really straightforward. He's like, I want these. And so, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to make it, we're going to give them, give them out to everybody who wants one. We're not sure if we're going to keep making them afterwards, which as far as, I mean, I can't imagine why they wouldn't because mm-hmm. it's pretty successful so far. 22 days left. The goal was 20, uh, 12,500 and they're at 42,000 wow. now. So I imagine it's going to be big enough that they'll they'll make a good number of them and just keep selling them on the website or something. Not it for the wrong reasons like those Baron Frigg guys. <laughs> <laughs> I say right. as two of them well, are in the live chat. <laughs> but let's just talk about the president. <laughs> oh, let's. Okay. And on let's. the main topic. Let's Safe <laughs> topic. Actually, I think I, uh, if I could, add, would like to add one more thing. I think I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the thing that I recently reviewed on the website yeah. on Leadfast. Sure. That uh, a person from our group, Mike Lynn, actually made. Um, it's, a, it's called the Original Content Books Modern Notebook Folio. And it's kind of like a iPad mini or Kindle or whatever small kind of tablet uh, folio with a pretty sweet notebook in there. Um, he uh, sets it up with a 148-page notebook and a, and a 30-page like sketch pad in this place where you could put your uh, iPad uh, so huh. it's pretty nice paper. It is really good for, um, fountain pens and, um, uh, regular, you know, pencil. It's got a little bit of tooth. It's dot grid on one side and lined on the other, but it's got a, a fat and a thin. So a pencil and a fountain pen kind of pen loop inside it's pretty high quality. Hmm. So I really liked it actually. Yeah. I don't know if you want to link to it or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, cool. I thought it was pretty cool. I'll totally put that in fit notes. In <laughs> that is a long review. Holy crap! Well, most <laughs> of it, like I don't know, the first like third of it was you know my kind of figuring out you know because it was the first thing that I've ever actually been given for free to review. So I kind of like tried to like make my peace with that because for a while I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. Like, it's not real, you know, so on and so forth. So I try to, like, make my peace with it a little bit in those first, like, I don't know, five paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, um, yeah, I like that. I like that orange cover a lot. Yeah, it's got, like, an orange book in the, I have a gray cover. It's, like, it's got a gray cover. It's, like, cross-hatched, and yeah. it's got an orange book. And you can fit, like, any sort of, like, A5-ish size in there. I put a write notepads, like, paper journal in there. I put the standard, like 
journal in there, you know, with the, the, oh, what do you call it on the side, the, the rings on the side, the spiral bound on the side. Mm-hmm. And, um, I put a confidant in there. I put a Vanguard in there. So I, I had all sorts of different stuff in there. The only thing that won't fit in there is like top bound a five stuff. So tonight's special guest needs a little introduction to people who are in our large, loving Facebook community. But for those who don't know you, Mike, can you tell us a little about yourself? We get it, you vape. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> we get it. I'm a, a <laughs> second generation vape professional. <laughs> Bust, um, busting big clouds on Twitter. Right. <laughs> Just blowing that sweet fog all over Champaign, Illinois. How's your, how's your ohms, bro? <laughs> okay you build those coils yourself <laughs> that's right enough vape I'm getting into the coil business that's where it's at forget selling the fog <laughs> no man i i don't know i uh, about myself i went to school in carbondale just missed johnny um, <laughs> go salukis uh, I went to I went to film school there actually, and like most film students, I'm totally not doing anything with that degree. Um, <laughs> but after that, I like moved to LA for a little while, then moved to Chicago, um, and then made my way back to Central Illinois and started selling craft beer and booze and wine. Lacroix, uh, actually, you know what that that yeah, Lacroix. I sold the hell out of Lacroix. <laughs> um, all the hipsters in Champagne love Lacroix. But um, that uh, rosé that the pencil ladies were drinking a few episodes ago, I totally sold that brand. Huh. That, uh, <laughs> that, uh, Whose brand was that? It was Brad Pitt Miraval Miraval rosé. Brad Pitt's what brand. Called. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but recently, I made a career change and stopped selling wine and booze and whatever. And uh, not because I'd been doing freelance graphic design for about ten years off and on, so I decided to kind of transition that as to my like full-time career so i'm doing that for uh doing that in social media marketing for a small business here in town now so that's and then i have a pencil blog so that's kind of me i have a little dog and a girlfriend named Laylee and our little french bulldog luna and my Instagram posts of Luna get more likes and followers than my Instagram posts about pencils. <laughs> She's a so, cute little dog. Yeah. She is a cute little dog. And I swear to God, if you hashtag Frenchies of Instagram, you'll get like five followers. Just do it. <laughs> just <laughs> just put, a, put a pencil on there and then hashtag like, Frenchies of like Instagram. Anything People you put like, on. oh, that's sweet. <laughs> well, you didn't even look at it. Hashtag uh, Bujo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So speaking of pencil blogs, um, you know, there are a few pencil blogs. So what do you think is your blog's angle in this glowing a uh, growing capital P pencil blogosphere? Um I don't know. Uh you know, I've been blogging in various forms since like the late nineties, early two thousands, like since what? like before there was blogger. I, I don't know. I've just been making Zynga? my own websites and doing that kind of thing. What's that? Do you use Zynga? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I didn't use like anything like GeoCities oh, yeah. or Angel Tripod, or what is it? AngelFire, Tripod. No, I, didn't use, I always had my own URLs. Ooh. Um, but Fancy. Yeah. yeah Early adopter. Yeah. 
That's right. <laughs> and I was always on the ORG thing back then too. Like I've mm-hmm. always been using ORG. So yeah. um, I could have leadfast.com if I wanted to pay some like URL squatter for it, but I decided not to. Just so. get leadfast.wtf or leadfast.sexy or something. <laughs> That's right. Dot, we should all switch our domains to dot .sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wanted leadfa.st, but I didn't oh, do that's that either. Okay. I love love domain <laughs> hacking so much. No, I didn't do any <laughs> of that either. But um, yeah, so I just kind of I always start blogging, like I start a blog to like learn about something. So I mean, I have always been into you know analog tools and pencils, and you know I wrote a little bit about it on the website actually for National Pencil Day about like kind of my path to pencils and notebooks and kind of analog stuff. But at first, when I started the blog, I thought I'd like keep it small and keep it to myself. Um, and then it, you know I started like linking a little bit here and there, like posting my my you know reviews on the Facebook group and. I started getting, you know, a lot of hits and people were, you know, like now Google is my number one referrer when it used to be Facebook because it would just be, you know, just posting the stuff on, on the erasable group or the field nuts group or something like that. But I always figured your, your blog's angle was just trying to beat D <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Them's fight words, baby. <laughs> Sorry, dude. See, nobody knows who's saying it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but I just wanted to explore and like write about it. You know, like that was what my angle was. But increasingly, like over the last like couple months since my career change and my like my focus has been whether or not like products are actually worth the money. Hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. like because like I'm kind of more on a budget now because I decided to change my career in my mid thirties. So my budget constraints, my, the fact that this is a hobby, but for collectors and uh, prolific users, this can get pretty expensive, not pencils so much, but notebooks definitely. Yeah. Um, unless you like exclusively use black wing pencils, <laughs> it can't really get too expensive, but so that's kind of like where I, where I did that, you know, like what, what my angle has been now. And like, I've been talking about money and what it's worth and is this worth what they're charging sort of thing now. So uh, are you getting what you expected to get when you say subscribe to something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm interested to know, Mike, um, I really like the name Leadfast. Um, how did you come up with that? Uh, I actually ripped off the idea of naming my blog after a printing on a pencil from you. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that's why you asked this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well apologize no. to you in a public forum, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's no need to apologize. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, but, like, actually... I just was like, I literally did see like wood clinch was taken. Pencil revolution was taken. My number one and number two choices. So I was like, oh, <laughs> you got that reversed, right? Yeah. I mean, no order. That's right, no, Hagen. Order. Sorry, uh-huh. no order. <laughs> but I like, you know, like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, that's a good way to find a name. Right. So it's, oh, yeah. it's part about it, I, but it's not necessarily like, you know, I love pencils dot, you know, Mike dot blog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I was when I got wood clinched. I was really afraid that um, it had been trademarked because, like, you know, Eberhard Faber let 
the Blackwing trademark lapse, and that's where um, mm-hmm. Cal Cedar picked it up. Um, and I was afraid that they just went through all of the Eberhard Faber like trademarks and picked it up. Um, but I was really glad to see that Wood Clinched was not in there. So I didn't, <laughs> I did not trademark it. Nobody steal that. You should trademark. I really should. It's like four hundred dollars. It's not cheap. I'll I'll do it. I mean, eventually. you yeah. could get it as your first. I'm not too. doing that. I'll just change it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but you know what? If I checked Leadfast too, it's not. If you can prove not, your uh, like your thing existed before the trademark, I think often you can like you know just kind of keep it around. Anyhow, um, yeah. So when I saw that Wood Clinched was was free, I was like, oh yes. So that's that was definitely like a piece of inspiration so yeah i i love just like looking on the side of like the pencils for all sorts of great shit like like made by elaborate process is one of my favorite like like slogans and mottos around i really really want to do something with that but i don't know what well the problem i have is my personal my personal twitter account that's my uh my bio (laughs) that's awesome the pencil company stole it from my dissertation. It was under my bio section on there. <laughs> it's, it's back to 2010. Mitsubishi. <laughs> you know, actually, once I found the name, though, everything else for me, like, fell into place yeah. as far as, like, making the blog, like, design-wise. Like, I just needed to, like, figure out what the name was going to be. And then from there on, it was, I was good with it, right? Like, I want, yeah. I just knew, like, it. the name was simple and it was simply, you know, like, in, you know, embossed on the side of a pencil like i just wanted my blog look to be simple and just clean like i don't it actually doesn't even say lead fast on the website it just has the lf yeah you yeah know? So your like logo is have very a bunch cool of pictures and stuff your branding is well done i like it a lot appreciate it thanks Tim, but Tim, i wanted have you more to like the products to be the the star yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i wanted my branding and like me as a person to like take a back seat to all of it. Cause like no one comes to that website for me. Like they're like, Oh, let's see what Hagen's up to. Like, no, they want to see what the newest field notes. Thing um, is or, I do that. Is that weird? Well, uh, <laughs> it's cause like at some point you and I are going to party in Carbondale. That's why you, <laughs> that is going to happen. Party in Carbondale. That's right. <laughs> Carbondelay. The funny thing is it'll probably be in the newspaper down there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the Carbondale. Egyptian. Prominent bloggers party in Carbondale. <laughs> well, see, so there's a neat <laughs> connection. Bloggers ruin the town. <laughs> there's a good connection to uh, American Guts from uh, the Carbondale area. Really? What is it? What what attraction is it? Is it like a little Egypt? Is it one of the remember from the book? Oh yeah, Cairo mm-hmm. slash Cairo is pretty close. Yeah, they That's call it little. The, yeah, um, that whole section is called Little Egypt. Yeah, they, the. The mascot for the school is a Saluki, which is an Egyptian dog. Cool. Your uh, mind has been blown. Yeah. And the, the, it's all coming the, together. I just, the, the whole time when I read it, I just kept thinking, Egyptian, poor, right? Yeah, and poor, poor Neil, Neil Gaiman had to come down here, down there. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You can send the, car, yeah. the Carbondale hate mail to me. <laughs> well, uh, well, I like to hear about kind of origin story stuff with pencil people and can you give us like a early memory of like we've talked about your your blog and what it's about but can you talk about where your love for this stuff started a um bit? yeah you know my grandpa always had pencils like he always had there's a like still to this day i was just at their house this weekend there's a pencil cup right next to him 
on his in, next to his recliner. There's a pencil cup on the kitchen table. There's a pencil cup downstairs in the like family room <laughs> basement area on the coffee table that nobody ever uses. And the pencils are so damn dry. <laughs> you know, like the erasers are just drier and heck. Like there's a pencil cup in the bathroom for crying out loud. <laughs> so like I've always been like like I remember being a little kid and like wanting to set up a pencil cup like next to my chair at my parents' house, which I didn't really have my own seat there, you know, like in the living room, you just sit wherever. But like, I just wanted to have like a table and this little pencil cup like grandpa did, you know? (laughs) And, um, so I was, always was kind of into it then. And, um, but you know, I wasn't really one of those kids that like look forward to back to school so I could get all my stuff like perfect or whatever Mm -hmm. you know i i had to have matching folders and you know for every class or i didn't do any of that like i didn't (laughs) care i was a like loose leaf mead paper guy you know just and i don't know i didn't really care about it and didn't care about it in college really so much but when i kind of like got as like when i was living in chicago i lived without internet for a while because we're broke and just like was always carrying like whatever pencil I could steal from work and a little moleskin or like whatever, like Walmart moleskin I could find, you know, and this was mm-hmm. carrying it around or a composition notebook or something was carrying it around and was taking pictures of the city. Cause I had just moved to Chicago at the time. So was kind of doing that and like kind of keeping track of all my like photo notes. So that's kind of like where cool. I got into it and into like keeping a notebook and all that stuff. Nice. Awesome. So bringing this back to pencil blogging, what's your favorite pencil blog? There is, there's a uh, right there's answer. It's, it's no longer written anymore, but this guy Mitt Mesaw used to do it. <laughs> oh, man, I miss that I blog very much. I, I, I look at it on um, archive.org sometimes. The writing arsenal? Oh man, I forget. Well, yeah. The writing arsenal? Yeah, dang man. That the writing arse, the... I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think you should bring it. Thing, I think man, you should bring it back. Went away, I was like floored. <laughs> you need to bring it back. It needs to come. That's back. when you just just like said, okay, I don't want internet anymore. We can't afford it anyways. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Got nothing to use it for anymore. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite pencil blog. Like I, I like everybody's pencil blogs. Like because I just like to be part of the community and you know read what everybody has to say you like you the know, pencil blog. i sometimes will like like i hope i'm not giving too much away but sometimes deidre and i will message back and forth and just be like okay what'd you really think <laughs> you know like what do you think of this you know what do you think of that and i'll message other people like okay so what's the, the real story you know, yeah. like I, I like to do that. Like I like to figure out what people like really think. And I think that on my blog, I, I like to say what I really think as opposed to like not being like trying to like, I'm not personally trying to like hurt anybody's feelings, but at the same time, I'm not trying to like be nice to somebody just cause they made something. You know, like if I don't like it, I don't like it. It's nothing against, you know, Jim Bob that works at Musgrave. I just don't like his pencil. <laughs> Shut up, Jim Bob. Which Jim Bob are you talking about? Uh, I'm sorry, not Jim Bob. Joe Mark Bob, Joe Henry Bob. Jim Bob is on the live stream, dude. (laughs) Sorry, Jim Bob. Uh, So um, somebody faxed them the uh, show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Print it out, mail it. So, Mike, one of the main reasons we um, we wanted to chat with you, besides just like hearing your voice and 
chatting with you, um, is that you definitely have a um, fascination for and have probably blogged the most comprehensively about pencils from India. Um, we talk a lot about like Nataraj and or what does what does Caroline call them? Natraj. She she turns it into just like three syllables. Um, so and Apsara and Doms and a lot of the the Indian pencil companies. Um, so let's let's get into that a little bit. Um, sure. My first question I had was, you know, there's there's kind of an overlying theme among pencils from certain regions. Like you can look at a lot of the Japanese pencils and say, you know, they're often you know softer and darker than others, and they are made for particular purposes, like practicing your handwriting or general writing or drawing or whatever. Um, whereas German pencils are often more precise and just really well-made and really consistent. Um, are there any themes among Indian pencils um, that you've noticed? Um, well, they're cheap, yeah. first of all, and but not necessarily cheaply made. Like some of them are and some of them aren't, but they're all always cheap. Yeah. Like I think when you buy something from Amazon or from eBay, you're really only just paying what it costs them for shipping. Because, I mean, if you do like the conversion because all these boxes have like what they actually cost in rupees on the back right and it will like say what it is for the box and what it is for per pencil and if you do the conversion it's like 60 something cents or something like that for like a box of half of these things right so yeah. it's just like dang you know that's uh they're they're really well made pencils for how cheap they are right yeah um and they're also very colorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's all like, the say. designs are like all over the place. Like some of them, like you got the marble, you got like the neon stuff, but then you have all the different like stripe combinations and you're like, well, each hex panel is a different color or there's like a stripe down the edge of the hex panel. And then, you know, and indips are all different colors. And, you know, it's like, I think the Natraj Joy see- yeah, are still one of my yeah. very favorite looking pencils. They're so, so beautiful. Yeah. And it's funny is like I have I'm actually holding an Opsera Joy in my hand mm. right now. So that's the other thing they do is they they'll like take the two names and like, you know, interchange them quite a bit. So it's like, <laughs> oh, is this the same pencil or is it not? Like you I mean, you and I know like and most people listening to this know that yeah, not uh Hindustan makes all their pencils, so Natraj and Opsera pencils, so it's like, okay, yeah, they're just like interchanging the imprints but you know somebody might be like oh this pencil company is ripping off this other pencil company with the same thing you know like i don't know so like that's part of like why i kind of like to blog about it too is i kind of explain you know hey this is all from the same pencil company and you know they're really great pencils and i think that the cores are a lot uh, there's a lot of similarity there but i think they make up for it in in like really great like paint and you know well-made and designed and you know i just want i want one of them one of them to be made with cedar at one point yeah just to see it oh that would be awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the other thing is too like i find that they always advertise them as dark pencils like they're always like oh these are dark writing super dark writing Mm -hmm. extra dark writing and um but they're always advertised for writing or like for students, you know, or so I th- like this, actually this guy that owns this liquor store uh, that I used to sell beer to, uh, he's Indian and he was, he, he owns this liquor store and he's actually in school doing math. And we were talking about pencils and he's like, I really need a pencil that has like really good point retention so that I can, 
you know, like do my math homework and like not have to stop and sharpen all the time. Hmm. So like I gave him an Opsera Absolute and I was like, here, and then gave him a sharpener. Like, here, <laughs> try this, you know, and he loved it. He's like, yeah, this is great. Hmm. So it was, it was kind of like odd because I was giving an Indian pencil to an Indian gentleman who had never heard of this pencil. Is And I just felt, you know, I was an American guy giving an Indian pencil to an Indian guy. Is Caroline the reason we have these in the U.S.? Like is... Like she I was, so. I, th- I feel like Epsara and Natraj was the first, like the first time I heard of them was through her shop. Yeah. Before that, you had to just take a risk on eBay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got, I kind of got into Dom's because somebody in the pencil swap gave me one and I just fell in love with Dom's and ordered a bunch of their stuff off of Amazon. Like, I don't think Caroline's store, I don't think CW Pencils carries Doms at all. Yeah, but no, they don't have those. I think you're right, yeah. They're, those, uh, those grips are gorgeous. Yeah, so they're they they're owned by the same people that own Ticonderoga. Oh. Fila. The Fila group, yeah. Hmm. So they own Prang and Lyra and Ticonderoga and a bunch of other. Okay, but, um, so quick question. Yeah. As I'm sitting here looking at this, uh, is it worth ordering some of these Doms? Because they have free shipping. Yeah, the okay. doms are awesome. Okay, done. The doms Sorry. are equally <laughs> as well made, if not um, almost better made than some of the Hindustan pencils. What are you looking, Johnny? I really love the dom Zoom. You're killing my bank Zoom. account. <laughs> <laughs> these, gri- these grips are like where it's at, though. The, yeah. So they're, the, they're made by Fila, so that's the same grip situation as um, the Ticonderoga Groove and the Lyra. Mm-hmm. Those things are so awesome hmm. for... Um, Sweaty hands. <laughs> Get the Dom's <clears throat> Ultimate Dark Zoom in uh, the triangle one. So it's like they're pink, purple, and light blue, like Easter color almost. Those that's, are beautiful. That's so specific. They're beautiful, <laughs> though. That's awesome. Yeah, sorry. I actually have like so many more Indian pencils that I have not reviewed yet because I'm waiting on some to show up. And... uh I have. I actually ordered some of those Nataraj uh, checking pencils, like the red ones. Mm. I want to see how they hold up to my favorite checking pencil. Which what? That's shout awesome. out to Harry Marks. I uh, sent him like twelve of those and less. <laughs> nice. So there's such a huge, like, wide variety with Indian pencils, like we're talking about. But what, like, if you had to distill it down to something specific, like, what is it about Indian pencils that appeals to you, or like, what drew you to those? Was it just that it was this, like? unexplored territory or is there some like attribute of them that you really are attracted to uh ronnie from the group i'm blanking on his last name but uh when i first like joined the group he reached out to me and said like hey i want to send you like a sampler or whatever i mean he does that to a lot of people and like he's really great Mm -hmm. like shout out to ronnie um but he uh way to go ronnie one of the things that he sent me was an opsara absolute and i was floored by it because i love a thick cord pencil and this thing writes beautifully and smoothly and and dark but the point retention was good and so then from there on i like built up to all like checking out all the other pencils and um the one thing that i will say is like yes they're really dark and the point retention is not terrible so that's kind of like why i then then from that point from that point on you're just looking at like what design do you like so what are your, I mean, you could pick the number, three to five favorite <laughs> Indian pencils. Um, my number one is the Opsara Absolute. Yes. For sure. That's just, like, I've thought this before, but 
I've gotten a few from like the Nataraj Deep Dark. I did a review of it on my website and it's nice. Um, but the paint job is not like the best. I've had some that were really good paint jobs. And then the paint job was like the next box I got was kind of like, so, so, but I've never had a bad batch of absolutes. So that's definitely like, I think their best made pencil, uh, number one for sure. Um, number two, I probably have to put the Dom zoom in gray. Uh, I, I don't know. I love that pencil a lot too. Um, and then probably from there on, I just kind of hop around a little bit. Um, the Opsera Joy, Nataraj Pop, those are good ones. I think maybe number three that I'd have to put the uh, Nataraj 621, the the regular like HB. It's kind of like their version of like the Ticonderoga or something, you know, as far as like this is the school pencils. You know, like they've had commercials for this pencil since like, you know, the seventies or sixties or whatever. Like this is a, just like a classic pencil from, from India. I mean, as far as like, I'm not Indian and I didn't grow up there. So I have no idea, but like from what it seems like from what I've researched, it seems like this is like their classic, like school pencil. Hmm. So I kind of like that pencil a lot too. What review of um, Indian pencils on Leadfast are you, are you most proud of? Hmm. Because uh, you've had how many? I don't. I've had. I I went. I did like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't do one every day for a month, but <laughs> I did like <laughs> maybe like four or five a week for like a month, just because I like got into it and was doing a ton of them, and um, probably I don't know. I probably my Dom's uh, Zoom review. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. Because I just love those pencils um, so much. And they're really, um, you know, like there's two different styles. There's like the the Easter egg style. And then there's the the kind of like business style. Yeah. The executive. (laughs) Yeah, the executive style. (laughs) They use that word a lot. Yeah. uh, There's there's the gold and regal gold from... uh, from uh, Nataraj and Opsera or whatever, uh, and they they have like the gold and they have the regal gold for executives. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, have you noticed a difference? Um, we talked about this before that Nataraj is sort of the run of the mill, and the Opsera is the nicer one. So, at CW, you can get Nataraj joys, and then you can order Opsera joys. Which, in addition to them having yellow, which I don't think they do from Nataraj, like they seem like they're a little nicer. The Absaros versus the Nataraj? Yeah, is that an imaginary thing? Um, I bought some Nataraj uh, joys just to check them out from CW um, when I was reviewing the Absaros joys, and I thought that they were exactly the same. I didn't find any differences except for in the imprint. On the um, Nataraj one, they do say 2B on the imprint, but the Opsera one just said extra dark. So Interesting. Hmm. I mean, they're There's making like, like how many Fender million pencils Squire a day thing. or something like that. So, yeah. I that, mean, mm-hmm. you know. It's a shame that they missed the yellow. The yellow is the best color of all the five they make. Yellow with what it's color? The teal on the butt. Those are so pretty. I have that one right in is front that of me. Is that the one with the yellow and gray? It's yellow and uh, like teal blue. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I have a two-pack, and my kids both want it one, so nobody got one, and Daddy kept them both. Because <laughs> <laughs> that color is awesome. <laughs> huh. So uh, these are a, a few questions. We want to kind of wrap it up and ask you a few questions that we like to ask people, which is about favorite non kind of favorite pencil items but also non-pencil items just kind of we can do it like rapid fire but what would you say is your favorite pencil accessory um pollux and hmm. um my uh metal shop ct bullet pencil oh, the yeah. timber twist which oh, which one do you have it's a beautiful thing i have the dark one like the walnut I the think. walnut Ooh, yeah. yeah so pretty my dog chewed it up though oh that's <laughs> Kill you your know dog, what, man. John offered me. I put a post of it about it on um, on Instagram, and John offered to send me it at cost. And I was like, "Dude, no, <laughs> I'll sand it off. It'll be fine. <laughs> you don't have to do that. You, it's you super so, nice and like way too nice." But you have the weirdest awesome. stationary yeah. disasters. Like you, your shelf full of beer fell onto your field notes collection. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk <laughs> no, about that was, for a minute? Yes, I will talk about that. It was a shelf full of field notes that had a beer can uh, on it because I had been okay. doing. Uh, <laughs> Design for a beer can. <laughs> I've been doing a yeah exactly. I've been doing a design for a beer can for a, a craft brewer here in Illinois called uh, Old Bakery Brewery out of Alton, Illinois, which is kind of across the river from St. Louis. And I had two of their cans, their previous cans, in front of me. And what happened was my shelf that had that sat above my computer that had all the field notes like boxes, these little plastic boxes that I have, the super stackers or whatever they're called. Yeah that thing failed and it just, it landed. One of the beer cans was on it. One of the beer cans was on the, on the desk and it, they were both closed. I mean, they didn't have anything, you know, there, but they blasted everywhere. Oh. And that really put a lot of perspective in my life as far as like, <laughs> all right, like just use this stuff, man, because you know what? What are they going to bury it with your butcher blue? Like, who cares? Just use it. You're going to get more joy out of using it. And you're going to get more joy from the look on like the field nuts face when they're like, are you using a butcher blue? Like, yeah, dude, I'm totally using a butcher blue. Like just, a you know, like I watched yeah. Draplin rip open a grass stain green, uh, two weeks ago at the field notes, uh, HQ awesome. pop-up shop thing. He just tore it open. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to sign this thing. And just, and I don't know if the guy <laughs> even told him that he wanted it signed. Oh, no. I think he was just showing it to him. <laughs> and the guy was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome though. Like I, that's, I mean, that's it. It sucked. It sucked, and I had so many people from the field nuts community and from the erasable community reach out to me, like, dude, what can I send you to help you out, like get your collection back? And I was like, no, it's cool. Should be like, I don't um, need that. Butcher <laughs> like, orange. You know what? Mm. Yeah. Oh man, I had like five packs of butcher orange that just went kablooey. If you could Raven's send me one, swing. that'd be great. Raven's wing. <laughs> So speaking of um, field notes, um, you know, we all have certain tastes in our pencil-friendly paper. What's yours? Um, favorite, favorite? Your favorite, my, favorite, and your regular favorite. My favorite, favorite is the uh, right notepads um, top-bound graph. I wish they would make that in a fat ledger, but mm. so yeah, what they call it the Steno. I'm trying to get steno, them to rename right. it the Tablet, which you know all of their notebooks have a cool name that would work. Right? Just make it a big fat like 
ledger. That would be because their graph is way too tiny. Email the hell out of Chris because they can just make whatever they want. They yeah, have the, the equipment there. <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild it. <laughs> can rebuild. So I, I honestly, but that like I use that that graph paper for all my like pencil reviews as far as like my testing. So that's kind of like where I consider like perfect middle ground of like, hey, it works for good for pens and it's really great for pencils. Um, as far as like what I am liking right now i've really been digging the infinity uh baron fig vanguards um those things are amazing and they're they like suck up pencil though i mean the baron fig paper is like really super toothy yeah and like in the best way i love it i i can like take like an f pencil and like make a nice dark line there on that because it's just perfectly toothy to like take all of the lead off of your point. But if you're writing with something soft, like beware, you will be sharpening. <laughs> so those yeah. are my two favorite kind of like papers right now. I think field notes papers a little bit like anymore, like after I've like grown out of it and like came back to it, I think it's a little too like glossy. I feel like some of my pencils almost like, shine over you know like or they don't quite like get in there on the paper mm-hmm. like there's something between the paper and the pencil that's stopping it there's that yeah, the new 60 pound is nice but when you go yeah. back to the, the 50 i get that feeling i've been uh, today i was uh, a little bit was writing in a uh shenandoah and that has like uh seven mm-hmm. or yeah 60 pound paper and it was just a little it seems a little glossy Shelterwood in america the know, beautiful. i like when they do toothy stuff yeah Shelterwood in america the beautiful have very like smooth paper it's kind of buttery mm. oh but. atb was so pretty and they all hated it when it came out yeah everybody was always so ugly and now everybody wants it <laughs> well if, good if, if everyone pens. likes the uh the byline paper but obviously you can't find a byline anymore the store supply company notebooks have the exact same paper in them okay. i got a bunch of bylines oh, cool and those store supply company books I've, I've been carrying that as my daily carry right now and that that thing's awesome what kind of um, revolver are you carrying for your EDC? <laughs> <laughs> nice titanium. A sweet credit card knife where it folds up into a credit card. It's like sneaking on the plane. What kind of uh, When I need to take care of business, I can untake it and put it and stab it. What kind of tactical vape are you using nowadays? <laughs> Cinnamon vape because half of the people are allergic to it and it makes their eyes and they can't like see me running spraying away. and vaping at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag tactical vape. Hashtag raceable podcast. That should totally be the name of the podcast. Hashtag tactical, Hashtag vape. tactical vape. vape. It has to sit, spell out hashtags. Yeah, of course. Too. You have to. Obviously. <laughs> with a with a hashtag in front of the spelling out of hashtag. <laughs> so uh so what is your favorite pencil in the whole world? Um, if I had to only use one pencil for the rest of my life, I would probably use the, probably the Blackwing 602. I knew you were going to say that. Because overall, overall, it's, it hits all the buttons for everything that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really, truly want is a natural pencil without any lacquer on it, like no thin, clear lacquer, like straight up natural, like take all my grease and all my oil and all my ear gunk and like 
take it and suck it up, right? Wait, you're what? Ear gunk. You know, when you put the pencil behind your ear, whatever your your you know, when you your stick your pencil gunk, into right? your ear and it's your um, brainstem. Yeah. Oh, I had a I had a, a a guy on my sales route that did that constantly. Yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> the stuff behind your ear is just regular grease. It's just concentrated. Well, whatever. Whatever it is, I want this pencil to suck it up. I want a patina, right? Like, it's like when I you want a Blackwing 211 with no thin lacquer, with a pink eraser, and you want a, yes. uh, you want a general a silver ferrule core. 24 core. Yes, general silver ferrule pink. No, ce- no, I don't. I don't like the general cedar point. They changed the core on the damn thing too much. The, it's it, the number one and number two. Like I have to actually look at it to see which one I'm writing with. <laughs> I have some from 2005. They're like writing with a freaking nail. The number twos or the number ones? The twos. They're like unusable, and then all of a sudden they got really soft, and they changed the ferrule. Hmm. Just saying. The erasers are good. Who's chewing That's Musgrave. It's not me. <laughs> that is Musgrave consistency right there. <laughs> general consistency. Oh man, we ain't gonna be mm. like them northern generals, guys. Yeah, <laughs> they they pick a they pick a core and they keep it. That's right. For years, how I emailed. So so they're like customer service office it's in Redwood City, California, which is like twenty miles from where I am. And the, Musgraves, uh, generals, and I, <laughs> three thousand miles from the factory. Yeah. And, and I emailed them once just to like see I had some questions and I wanted to like, you know, just tell them about the existence of the podcast. And I got a damn form customer service email back. <laughs> we've we've spoken with their bosses with um Mr. Bailtimer before. At generals? They said they'd be yeah, they said they'd be on the podcast if we wanted them to be. The generals people? Yeah, we should and we should freaking do it. I yeah. Huh. Her name is Kate or Katie? Yeah, I, I talked to um oh I didn't talk to Katie, but I talked to one of her like one of her executives once. I, actually when I briefly worked at pencils.com I had breakfast with Charles and um this person at um a cafe close to here. That yeah. is freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you figure that like as many like small news stations that actually go there and film stuff that they would actually talk to you guys. Yeah. Well, they probably don't know what a podcast is. I mean, how is. many like times is there a YouTube video that's shared in the group that's like, oh, check this out. They talk about generals and it's like some podunk station from, you know, nowhere in New Jersey. Hey, we're yeah. at the General's Pencil Factory. Like, hey, hey how about you guys come on a pencil podcast where people actually care about well, it? We're on the internet, so people, it's not very legitimate. Well, someone made a documentary <laughs> about pencils and didn't talk to us it's true which seems kind of you know that's like low-hanging fruit google <laughs> google people who give a crap about pencils and all three of us come up our pictures we're smiling four of us uh, four of us <laughs> no, i come up too pal <laughs> you do and they're like who's this mint me saw guy <laughs> everybody wants I, to that, know for some reason when you said that Long time ago, that is stuck in my mind. It was so hilarious. <laughs> I had to mute my microphone I when he know, said that. So I was funny. I was peeing my pants. <laughs> that was amazing. It's perfect. It's just Mit me saw. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Tim, do you want- don't do two T's though. It's not you, like Mitt Romney. You're not a Romney. Yeah, that, oh yeah, that makes it sound no. like a real name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mitt. And like, oh, his name is just Mitt Misaw. You know, that <laughs> sucks. Like, that sucks. That's your last name. It's when you switch my name backwards. Mitt Misaw is like totally void of any like 
nationality ethnic connection <laughs> to anything it's like totally just completely made up you've lost your it's identity like, who could that possibly be like, <laughs> yeah. Misa, Misa. it's like russian or is it argentinian i can't it's, tell you see the governor of massachusetts like what's, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? <laughs> he's from a very popular family in new england <laughs> we have to start like well spreading this around our names backwards my, my Andy's name is Andy's is really weird. Mine doesn't sound like anything backwards. <laughs> Mine's Reb Mag. That's kind of cool. <laughs> sounds like an evil god. <laughs> Beware the wrath of Reb Mag. <laughs> right. Well, last question for you, Mike, uh, is just simply what's next for Leadfast? Like, what are you planning to do next? Well, I hope I can, like, figure out you know because i was there for a while i i was there with uh four days a week five days a week because i was between jobs so (laughs) i was like prolific then now i'm trying to like figure out how i can get one post a week done uh so i don't know i I, i'm trying to like make more videos and kind of get more into that space a little bit because i feel Mm -hmm. like some people don't do that as much about pencils like there's a gazillion fountain pen uh, videos out there, but no, you know, hardly anything about pencils. So I try to do pencil videos and the notebook yeah, videos and stuff. I try to like make a video for each like major review. If I think that it's like a big deal or like to me, it's awesome. So I want to do a video. So I'm trying to do more videos and expand my YouTube presence a little bit. Um, looking forward to your new podcast. Like three cents. <laughs> What's that? Looking forward to your new podcast. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I I, po- I I podcast with That's a bunch true. of my buddies. That's true. You should plug I, that. I do podcast with a bunch of my bodies. Uh, no, nobody on here wants to, to listen to us ramble. It's like oh, five on. high school friends talking about BS. <laughs> but you Sounds know amazing. It's an yeah. accomplishment to be friends with anyone you went to high school with. That's true. Yeah, that, that's the only people I'm friends with. That's why I'm in, like so prolific in the group, because like, I don't have any <laughs> friends in Champagne Except for Hannah <laughs> Kang. Shout out to Hannah Kang. Hannah Kang? King. <laughs> we had lunch the other day. It was awesome. Nice. Oh, that is awesome. Um, but I, you know, I'm trying to like get more into doing more notebooks as opposed to pencils lately. So I have like three or four things on the docket notebook wise that I need to talk about. Like not just pocket notebooks. I've been doing a lot of field notes, a lot of write notepads and a lot, you know, those type of things. Like I want to do stuff that's more like long term. but for me to do the, the review, I feel like I need to use it for a little while. So yeah. That takes a little bit longer, you know, so on and so forth. So I kind of am just trying to, you know, expand it a little bit. I I did dabble into trying to do like a fountain pen review here and there, but I was like, you know what? There's way too many people that are way more into it than I ever even thought about my fingernail being. <laughs> so yeah, plus fountain not pens are stupid. It. Sorry. Plus <laughs> fountain pens are stupid. I actually have decided that like I don't like fountain pens. <laughs> I, after buying like six of them, seven of them, I've decided like, I just don't like them. I don't like the fussiness. Like I can grab a pencil and sharpen it and go. Right. I, I owe can you grab a, a rollerball pen. What's that? I owe you a hug. I mean, I seriously don't like, I just, I cleaned them all this yeah. weekend. I was like, you know, I'm just going to sell these Carbon things. Dill. You know what I want to write with? This thing that never writes. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing is like when you've got it, when it's just right and it's working, it's like, 
really fun. But then like one thing gets like just a little bit pushed off to the side and then you spend three hours with a little sheet of metal rubbing between them and like pressing the tines down and like trying to grind stuff. It's like, what am I doing right now? Hey, I'm going to get this stuff with a fancy name. It's going to fade. If you blow on it, it bleeds everywhere. (laughs) Don't take it on an airplane. Let's let's put my, my life's work down in this crap. So I got into it really, I really got into it with, because I was like looking for inks. Like I love the ink aspect of it. Like different ink colors is, is why I got into it in the first place. So I just bought this like rollerball pen that you can fill with ink and it sucks. I mean, it's not great and I won't (laughs) name it here, but (laughs) protect the innocent, but it's not, it, but I, I can like use my inks and like, not like have to be fussy, you know, it's really scratchy, but it, I don't have to worry about a lot of stuff with it you know it's just like fill it up and go and you know my favorite pens have been like now like gel ink and rollerball pens because hey the colors are phenomenal and like the I, I, i'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail for saying this but the paper mate ink joy is like yes, one of the I best ask you pens that. ever like the green is an amazing green so i have and, yeah. all the colors and all the point sizes yeah, in a special I, box I, I that no one can it. touch. I love that Papermate Ink Joy Green, and I've bought like you six about the of gel them. Gel pen. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. Yeah. They last they're forever. So I mean, they're. Expensive. I bought like six of them just because, like, I'll be at Walgreens and they have them singles, right? And I was like, oh, I need another green for the car. I need another <laughs> green for the bathroom. I need another green for the bedside. Well, that that teal so. is pretty nice. Yeah, I don't like teal at Plus, all. They make a yellow freaking pen. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I have a buddy that works at a stationary shop here in town and, uh, and it's kind of like art supplies and stationary and they've actually started carrying bear and fig and they started carrying field notes on my recommendation and they carry Blackwing and all this stuff. But, um, but he's really into fountain pens cause they sell Coeco and Safari or Lamy and, and all that stuff there. So he always like gets me a lot of like cool fountain pen ink samples. So I just mess with them. And, you know, I really just kind of want to pour them all over those little color rings that Anna Reinhardt made and just look at the colors and forget the fountain pen. I mean, that's, that's our what title I'm into, for the, the different episode. Colors. Forget the fountain pen. Forget the fountain pen. <laughs> I really am. Like, another kind of word, I'm just like, it's pen. just too much for me. It's just too much. <laughs> Says the guy who went to the Chicago pen show two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a and social a gathering. Pen there. I, I totally, it was totally. I can't believe you and Jacqueline kept missing each there. other. I was just, I wanted to be like a, almost like a sleepless in Seattle kind of a thing. I'm just like, you guys <laughs> meet up and talk to each other. <laughs> I know. Cause we weren't following each other on like Twitter yet. Uh, yeah. So like we were following each other on Instagram, but not Twitter. And I was like, Oh yeah, I would post something. And she was like, Oh, I just missed it. I was just there. Or, or I'm headed there now. But I went solo, so I move quick when I go solo somewhere. I'm just in and out. See ya. I hate being awkward, so I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great having you on. I've been enjoying uh, this conversation a lot, and we'll have to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that'd be uh, awesome. Can you, can you uh, tell everybody where to find you in all the different ways on the internet? Sure. Um, so, leadfast.org is the blog. Um, I am at leadfast.org um, on Twitter because some guy has eight tweets and he's at leadfast. So I can't, I can't seem to snag hey, it from him. I found, um, I found the email address for somebody from the Philippines who had at Woodclinched on Twitter and I emailed him. He had a band called Woodclinched and he just let me have it. Yeah. This guy hasn't tweeted since 2014 either. Mm. So 
I don't know. I just haven't even worried about it because <laughs> I, I, I really don't like Twitter, like fountain pens. I just kind of don't like Twitter either. It's like it's fussy. you and I are Twitter. soulmates. <laughs> I just, it's just I don't I don't need to go there to hear people like you know complaining about politics stuff. Like Instagram. we all know what sucks. It's great. Like I just want to see pictures of pens. Yes, <laughs> or go pens. to Instagram. I want to see pictures of coffee. I like looking at right, it. Right, exactly. I want I want cats and coffee. That's what I go to the internet for. I don't need to. <laughs> politics. I hear all day. I don't want that. I want to see tw- mean cartoons about the president. That's right. Actually, you need to follow my friend, Nomi Kane, N-O-M-I-K-A-N-E. I don't, just look her up. She uh, writes a lot, or draws a lot of stuff for The Nib. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's The Nib, right? Is that right? The Nib? Yeah. The kind of cartoons and stuff. She actually lives out in Berkeley, and she is a killer cartoonist, and she does all sorts of hilarious Trump stuff. So, huh. look her up. Um, Found her. On, on On Instagram, I managed to get at lead fast so and then i have the youtube channel uh which is you know a bunch of letters so just go to the blog and click on the lead fast uh, youtube link it's down at the bottom in the footer if you want to check out the youtube video can you tell us about your podcast uh yeah so i do uh it's good it's lunchtable.org me and all my buddies call ourselves the lunch table and so we do three different podcasts. Uh, me and my friend Ferg do Bad Movie Breakdown, and that is a. <laughs> I love the cut, uh, the album art take... for this. It's a good alliteration <laughs> right there. Yeah, so we do Bad Movie Breakdown, and that's just us talking about, um, you know, really crappy movies from like the seventies, eighties. You know, Cool as Ice, I think, is our most recent episode. The, the um, album art looks like an old VHS tape that you buy, yeah. like at Walgreens. Yep, that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> I like even like tried to make it to where like the the thing was kerned exactly like the Polaroid <laughs> lettering was kerned. But and then we do a retro video game podcast called Busting Bricks. And that's where we just kind of get together and talk about, hey, you remember this Nintendo game? Oh yeah, that was great. Do you remember this one? Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. So <laughs> we do that one. And then It's a great uh, name for a podcast. Busting Bricks. Bu- yeah. Busting Bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Try naming a video game podcast. It's impossible because every single thing that you come up with is a video game podcast because every nerd and his grandpa has a video game podcast. So, um, and then we do a, what's called the lunch table round table podcast. And that is just us five founders talking about random stuff. Like the most recent one we, or the first one we did was like, Hey, what was your favorite, um, or what would you pick for a, a meal on death row? Like, so your last meal on death row, what would you pick and why? And it's kind of a getting to know you and kind of like comedy thing or whatever. So you started all of these within the last like couple months, right? Yeah. Well, we've been working on this for a long time, but we wanted to launch on April 1st, <laughs> like as <laughs> April Fool's Day. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> right. So yeah. a bunch of, we, we, what we did actually is we wanted it to be like a, online magazine but we kind of started doing podcasts as a side thing and then decided to pivot because a podcasts are funner or funner look at me i'm a writer fun more fun (laughs) and they are you know it's it's more fun and it's not as much work like i have to sit there and edit and write and if i say something like funner nobody's gonna be like oh ho ho this guy can't write well whatever i said funner big deal Right on a podcast, it's not a big deal. Nobody knows if you can't spell stationary on a podcast. That's right. Oh my god! (laughs) No, he didn't. Dave, 
we're doing that thing now. So yeah. that's taking up even more of my time away from the lead fast. So cool. Well, why don't we button this thing up and Johnny, why don't you tell us where we can find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet at pencilrevolution.com. I'm only once in a while on Twitter at pencilution and I'm on Instagram at my name, but it's mostly, you know, coffee and children. <laughs> So, yeah. Yes, what about you, Andy? What is internet? No. Um, <laughs> I am on Twitter at, <laughs> at A Wellfley, A W E L F as in Frank L E. Um, and I am on the internet at um, woodclinch.com or uh, andy.coffee. And um, yeah, Instagram at A Wolfley as well. How about you, Tim? You find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Thanks again to Mike Hagan for joining us on this episode. I got a feeling it won't be the last time, so really enjoyed it. You can find the show notes for this episode at erasable.us slash 75. 75? If you, uh, yeah. I feel like we should have partied for this. We should have all drank on a Monday night. We should have gone to Carbondale. party? Yeah. We didn't party. What do you call this bourbon? I totally party. We should have gone thrown up in some bushes in Carbondale. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't drink half a fifth. (laughs) (laughs) And if you haven't joined our Facebook group, do so now. It's facebook.com slash group slash erasable. You can also like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash erasable podcast and follow us on Twitter at erasable podcast and on Instagram at erasable podcast. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon. The intro music for the erasable podcast is graciously provided by this mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson city, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.